Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Anime Talk on Nerd Factory Reboot. Today, I actually have a lot of news to give you guys and it's courtesy of Jump Festa that's been going on. So, we are gonna talk more about, you know, um, Jump Festa and everything that is happening, everything that's going on. And then, we'll be getting into the two chapters of My Hero Academia and Jujutsu Kaisen. So, let's go! Alright, so, when talking about Jump Festa, we actually saw a lot of things. First off, we saw the new trailer for um, Chainsaw Man, and they did say that Chainsaw Man will be premiering in 2022. They didn't give a specific date, but still, we are very happy that it is releasing either way. Um, Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War, um, also had a very badass trailer. And it was so good that it basically <laughs> just, you know, started to trend all over the Twitter. And it actually looks really good. I haven't watched Bleach that much. I have watched some parts of the anime when I was a kid. But not, like, you know, uh, consistently. So I may give it a rewatch before I get to, you know, Thousand Year War. Uh, Thousand Year Blood War, actually. Um, but still... I watched the trailer and it looked so freaking good, like, you wouldn't believe how good it is, like, wow. I mean, I obviously know that Bleach is very popular, many people love it, and I was one of those guys who was really interested to see, like, would it ever come back or not? And uh, when they did announce it, I was also excited, even though I hadn't watched all of the series, but I was excited because I had seen some of it and it was really good. And, you know, I, it just it just was amazing. So, anyways, I'm very excited to actually see it. And if you haven't watched the trailer, go watch it because you're going to be, like, um, you know, uh, very much inclined to watch the whole series now after you get to that trailer. But the release date will be fall 2022. And, um... Apparently, they gave a, gave an October um, release date first. So, it's really cool because, you know, in 2022, we have not only a lot of great animes coming, but we also have lots of great games. So, 2022 seems to be a great year for everyone involved. Speaking of animes releasing, it seems that MAPPA is really busy when it comes to... Um, 2022. Not only are they going to release Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie in just about a few days, they also... Actually, if you didn't know, by the way, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero actually has a special manga that has been released, so um, if you can't watch the movie just yet, you can, you know, read the manga. It's pretty cool. Actually, read it was really funny and amazing. Um, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2 MAPA is also going to release that, and apparently it's being listed for 12 or 13 episodes, which leads many people to believe that they are going to adapt final few chapters into a movie. How true that is or not, I don't know, but I know that's a terrible move, because it means that basically most of the world won't be able to watch it with, you know, everyone else. 
you know, because, you know, it'll probably release in Japan first, and I don't think you're gonna have, like, simultaneous release for the rest of the world, and I don't even think it's gonna be the, you know, uh, kind of a release where you would say that, okay, it's Japan and America first. No, I think it's just gonna be Japan first. Maybe a few months later, as usual, then it'll be, like, you know, America, then UK, maybe Australia, and by that time, everyone who is anime only will be definitely spoiled. So, I th that's why I think that you know doing a movie is bad. It's not a great idea. And you know because I know many people who don't read mangas or don't want to read mangas for some reason, I don't know why. But I know that you know they will be spoiled and they would hate it. I mean, if you if you see, you know already the ending is controversial. I imagine if you were spoiled by seeing some, you know, terrible screenshots, terrible, like, you know, clips, and seeing out of context what's happening, you're gonna go nuts, you're gonna go, what the hell is this, things like that. So I hope that doesn't happen. Next to all of those animes, we have Kakagurui Twin, Yuri on Ice the Movie, Chainsaw Man, and Alice, and, what the hell, Pharisees? Pharisees Illusion Factory, and Dance Dance Dansu. What? <laughs> These are the animes that's been, that's going to release from MAPPA in 2022. For some reason, I don't see Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2 in this list. Why? Am I gonna have to wait another year for Jujutsu Kaisen? What the hell? One time that I actually like an anime so much that I go to read the manga, it's gonna take a long time to see the next season. If you're a fan of the eight OVAs that came out for Attack on Titan, but they were never subbed, you never found good quality of them or stuff like that, you can actually watch them, um, I think, tomorrow, yeah. You can watch them tomorrow on Funimation, all eight episodes, all eight OVAs, or as they call it, OADs, will be available on Funimation to stream and watch in English sub. This also includes the Levi um, OVA episode. Also, they said that, you know, the dub version of them will be available sometime in 2022. So that is actually pretty exciting because I want to see Matthew Mercer's take on Levi's, um, you know, OVA. So it's kind of exciting, honestly. It's really exciting. And uh, that's pretty cool. As for, you know, when they will arrive in 2022, we don't know, they didn't say, but I would guess that maybe wait until March or April. They do take their sweet time with doing it. So, um, let's see if I have anything else because I want to get into Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Oh yeah, Dragon Ball Super Superhero revealed a new trailer in which we saw the new 3D animation that they have at work in a much better light. And it looked amazing. It looked so well done to the point that, you know, I couldn't even guess sometimes that it was 3D. And it was so good. Just go watch it. We even have a scene from Gohan who looks really badass and suddenly turns into Super Saiyan. And people were right, you know, the um, muscle definitions of Gohan have been done in a very beautiful way. And, um, you know, the, the whole thing looks absolutely mind-blowing absolutely mind-blowing i mean there's nothing that i would say that you know say that yeah 3d is bad no it looks really good 
And next to that, I think that the focus this time would be on Gohan a lot, you know, um, like, it would be on Gohan Piccolo, other than Goku and Vegeta. Because, you know, in the trailer we actually see, again, we see Goku training with Broly, and now we have some more information about all of this, but it seems like you know, Gohan would be the one that would be the focus. So, apparently, Pan is three years old in this movie, which is one year uh, younger than the end of uh, Dragon Ball Z. Pan is being trained by Piccolo. Um, Goku and Vegeta are training under Whis, and they're training with Broly. And um, it seems that, you know, these two androids, uh, Gamma 1 and Gamma 2, have been created by Red Ribbon Army to fight Goku and Vegeta once more. And, um, you know, this was the fun thing that many people pointed out. Like, you know, there was a scene where in the trailer this is raining. Gohan is there, he's turning into Super Saiyan, and he's fighting two androids. So you would think, like, oh crap, no. Don't don't worry about it. Obviously, nothing bad is gonna happen to Gohan. It's Gohan, and this it's this Gohan, much more powerful than the future Gohan. I mean, yeah, that guy is a badass, but in terms of power, yeah, our Gohan bodies him really hard. So, um, we also saw you know character bios being uh, released for each of the characters in the Gohan's version. It says that you know he has a potential that surpasses both Goku and Vegeta. Honestly, I've always said that, you know, Gohan, if he trained, he would be way more powerful than either Goku or Vegeta, but he chooses not to do it, and I think that many other people would agree with me. I mean, it's not just my idea. There's so many people out there who believe that as well. So anyways, in this trailer, we saw these things. We saw the release of a poster um, that featured almost all the characters, and, um, you know, everything looks really fine. I'm really excited to see um, Gohan, you know, fighting and see him, you know, uh, sh see see him show everyone how powerful he really is. Because, you know, apparently they said that he will have a fight of a lifetime in this movie. And it seems that they're holding back on us. I mean, I don't know how much they're holding back, but it seems that, you know, they don't want to show some cool action scenes that the movie will probably have. I mean... Honestly, I am super excited for it, but you know, at this moment, I'm just thinking, okay, how are how is this movie going to be? How um, and what would be the objective here? Like, would we see like badass fighting scenes, or it's just gonna be like you know normal Dragon Ball thing where you know it ends and you're like, okay, okay, that was pretty cool, pretty cool story. So we don't know exactly how um, they are going to go with it, but I would hope that it looks really good like honestly i am really hopeful to see all of it so anyways that aside uh we also had super dragon ball heroes and uh it was something really cool with it like people saw goku and they were like oh no goku also got to super saiyan blue evolution but turned out that no that is not super saiyan blue evolution but rather it's um goku absorbing the power and energy of, you know, Spirit Bomb. So yeah, it wasn't that, thankfully, because, you know, I, I would say that, you know, it would mean a lot to Vegeta's character if it's just, you know, his power only. So thank God it's just his power, and, you know, that's, that's you know, good enough for all of us to see that, yeah, it is only his power. But 
again, you know, it, it was still very exciting to see Goku look like that. He looked like a badass, by the way. But yeah, he just absorbed that power and, you know, he, you know, um, he looked like that. He had like that aura, but his pupils hadn't changed. Something that someone pointed out and I gotta say, really good catch. So, um, let's see. Also, yeah, we had lots of news regarding um, John Fessa, um Horikoshi's comments around um, My Hero Academia. So, what he said, please don't, you know, go nuts about it. First off, the um, top voted manga cover was um, uh, volume 29, which is the one where, you know, Bakugo is reaching out to um, Tom, I, what did we say? Kid Deku? Kid Deku. That cover. Cover 30, the one with Dobby, um, got to second place. As for best fights of the anime this season, um, the first one was um, Shigaraki versus. Um, what was the name of that guy? <laughs> oh, Redestro, Shigaraki versus Redestro. Number two was Bakugo, Todoroki, and Deku versus Ending. And the third one was the fourth fight of uh, Class One A versus Class One B, which was Bakugo's team versus, you know, the the Class One B class uh, team. So Bakugo is in three of them. What the hell? But now we come to the comments that were made. So, th this is actually kind of, you know, exciting, but also a little bit saddening. So, Mr. Horikoshi said that if the MHA manga proceeds smoothly, it will reach its end goal in about one year. I think that's where it is now. If it doesn't go smoothly, then I think I'll have Yamashita-kun read the same letter at Jump Festa again next year. So... Horikoshi-san thinks that, you know, he will finish the manga in about one year, which is really not that kind of a happy occasion, but, you know, it is what it is. He said that, you know, it will probably end in one year if things go smoothly. I would say that, you know, please don't end it, but we don't know. Maybe he wants to continue it after with another name because, you know, ac Academia part would be over, or maybe it'll be over like Demon Slayer and just, you know, finished. The story's finished. I don't want to see it end, by the way. And I did a little, little bit, of, little bit of a calculation, and it seems that you know, during a year we're probably getting you know 48 chapters, and uh, if I'm doing it correctly, because I'm going like you know each month there's like four chapters because it's weekly, 12 months, so 48. But I know that you know there are sometimes that they don't write a chapter or it doesn't come out or you know, golden week or stuff like that. So I. Degrees like free out of it, and I was like, okay, so 45 chapters, maybe, maybe a little bit more, but in about 45 chapters, we'll see the ending to um, My Hero Academia's manga. That is not a great news. I don't want it. Also, Horikoshi has also said that Bakugo will have a huge role in the upcoming arcs and the ending. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, he always said that, you know, Heroes Rising was supposed to have the ending 
or it had elements of the ending in it. And you know, when we see Bakugo and Deku fighting together, so yeah, I would say that yeah, definitely there are some things that he wanted to do. But still, uh, he will have a huge role to play. And uh, apparently, the way he said it was that he used a, sim a word that it meant the greatest chance to show himself. And uh, it meant that basically, um, you know, he has a chance to show that he has grown, he has become a better hero, and that he will do his best to um, show everyone how great of a hero he actually is. Also, apparently, Toga and Chako will have a confrontation scene. Finally, and uh, Shigaraki also is apparently Deku's greatest obstacle, and uh, we want to see if Deku is able to save him. Wow, alright, alright, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, it seems that, you know, things are going smoothly for him, not for us, because we don't want to see this thing end, but this thing may end. Why? Why, Horikoshi? Why are you doing this to us? So, I think that's pretty much it for the Jump Festa stuff. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. That's all the things that I at least have and could talk about. Now, um, let's get into My Hero Academia's uh, newest chapter and see what the hell it's all about. So, before we start, you know, everything else up until here was not spoilery. I don't think it was, because if you read the mangas or the animes, you already know most of this stuff. But, alright, we are going to get into chapter 338. So, if you are, like, not ready for it, maybe skip ahead if you want to go to Jujutsu Kaisen. Or, if you don't want to get to either one of them, you can just end the episode right here. So, are you guys ready? Because we are going to go to it, alright? So, one, two, three, let's go. Alright, so let's get into chapter 338 of My Hero Academia. So the chapter opens up with a picture of both uh, Ayama and Deku, and it basically um, says, you know, two former quirkless boys, two very different fates. Then we are see seeing that, you know, Sugauchi um, stops Deku from talking and, and asks Sansa, his uh, comrade who is basically a cat, to cover up Ayama's mouth for now. Then, you know, he, he points out to Deku that, yeah, his hands are restrained. Why are you asking him to grab your hand? What's wrong with you? But then that, you know... Um, you know, he says that no matter what, he still helped all for one, so he still committed committed some crimes. And, you know, from what we've seen, we can assume that there is no danger so far. But how do we know that he's not rigged like Lady Nagant? Nagant, oh my god, <laughs> Lady Nagant. And uh, he says that he will do a full examination. And until they do that, it is not wise to let him keep talking because maybe he will, you know, explode or something. So then we see Deku is still crying. And then Sugauchi talks to uh, Mr. and Mrs. Ayama. And, uh, you know, he asks them, why didn't you report to All for One about our raid in Kamino? And they actually say that, you know, we were unable to do it because, you know, we could only do it when he wanted to do it. 
And I'm like, dude, if you're good guys, don't tell him. I mean, if he didn't ask you, you're going to be like, okay, fine, we're not going to tell him anything. You wanted to tell the guy what was going on. Why would you do that? So anyways, so then Sugauchi says, that, all right, so he was covering in case that, you know, uh, you guys were captured or anything like that. He was being very careful. Then Deku is like Sukochi san locating all for one is impossible. And what that's what everyone is saying right now. So then Kaminari suddenly is like, oh, I see. And, you know, he remembers that uh, something was said like, you know, we would likely still be on the back foot. That's why we are throwing so many people at this problem. So then, suddenly, Kaminari is like, you know, we have, we have to at least try to influence their actions. Quoting someone. And then everyone's like, oh yeah, that's right. And you know, Momo's like, you know, the only one that can change your current situation is Ayama. He might be the only one with the ability to actually deceive all for one. And Ayama's thinking like, you know, do you guys want trust? A scumbag villain like me and I'm like yeah dude why are we trusting you but then you know uh, Mike is like you know after all the things that happened after all this crime that he did and you guys have been the victims you still want to believe in this guy and then Ida is like yeah let bygones be bygones I'm like what <laughs> like okay Ida I understand you're trying to be a good guy but Bygones be bygones? Do you know how many people got hurt because of this guy? I'm not saying that, you know, we cannot forgive him, but this easily? No, I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna be me. But still, then Ida continues and says that, you know, we didn't realize what was going on with him. We have to, you know, get, uh, accept some responsibility because we were his friends. So that's why that right now, um, while our classmate is not in a good situation, he's crying and everything is wrong, we must also help him. We are not villains, we will help him as his friends. So, we want him to take our hand because that's the only way for him and all of us to be equals once again. And then Baku is suddenly angry, like, you know, he's, he's like, he's not, I'm not I'm not that angry as Bakugo, but I'm still angry, I'm like, what the hell? But, you know, Bakugo is like, you know, I went to hell and back thanks to this idiot. And I just want to, you know, blow him up with my power. To which, you know, Sero is like, dude, come on. <laughs> Where then, you know, uh, everybody else is like, you know, echoing by saying that, you know, it's not his fault and stuff like that. And then um, we see Kirishima yell and say, I agree, Ayama, you fought it impossible to beat all for one. You had no other option but to obey him. But now it's different. You and you don't have a chance to end it all. And, you know. Do you remember when we stopped Midoriya together? Do you really think any of us would blame someone for being quirkless? Do you really think we would hate someone for having to hold back their tears and hide their pain in secret? And then he suddenly yells even louder saying, Ayama, we can still get for that! <laughs> like everyone's trying their hardest to tell Ayama to, okay, stop being a wimp and just help us. Help us defeat this bad guy. So, then Sugochi being the calm badass that he's just like guys I don't want you to get emotional I don't want to interrupt you guys but we will hold them in custody we will do investigations we need to, their story to be verified so no <laughs> it's technically just like yeah you guys are trying so hard here to be like you know badasses heroes but you know this is reality bitch 
no. <laughs> it's like ruining it for everyone. And then we see, you know, uh, and let's say tablet because I don't want to say an iPad. But we see a tablet where, you know, apparently Aizawa was actually watching. And I'm like, what? Aizawa was actually watching this whole time? Well, I didn't say anything. So then Aizawa actually calls to Midoriya and says that, you know, do you have any plan? And Midoriya is like, not really? And he's like, okay, I know it. So then uh, Aizawa talks to Sukauchi and says that I will take full responsibility for not understanding uh, what was going on. And, you know, I feel the same as my students. I know how they're feeling. And then Aizawa says that Ayama... I have no intention of expelling you from UA. And I'm like, oh my god, Aizawa, what the hell? You're such a cool teacher. So, then he says, you know, as the teacher of this class, I have devised a plan. So, please, you know, cover the ears of Ayama family. So then we see that they have, you know, put some things around their ears. And everybody is like, you know, shocked and deep in thought when they hear the plan. So... Um, then, you know, they're thinking, they're like, okay, you know, we don't need, we, we still need some more evidence, but it depends mostly on Ayama. And, you know, this seems very practical, this plan. And, you know, the Tsukauchi is like, should we even attempt it? Is it worth it to do it? And then they go to their HQ and, you know, they ask the class not to say anything to anyone. So then Deku suddenly yells, Ayama! And Ayama just you know, barely looks at him, and you know, everybody else is like, you know, sad and angry. And they, you know, they obviously are like that. So, then Kirishima's like, okay, now we have to gear up, yeah? And Ida is like, you know, um, you know, I have to uh, do something about my hero costume. Deku says the same thing, like, you know, yeah, I don't have a costume either. So then we see everybody else is working together to gather up, get some food. And Hagakure is getting angry and say we will definitely defeat them. And then we see everyone angry. Like everyone is so angry. And it looks scary. I mean, I don't want to be on the receiving end of all of Class A looking this angry. So he says that. And then we see Deku very, you know, brooding. Like walking through the halls, going towards the development study. And, you know, he wants to, uh, development studio, sorry. And uh, he's going there to, you know, get a new costume. So he goes there and, you know, he wants to open the door. And again, as usual, the door explodes and Deku falls on the ground. And again, my Hatsume falls on top of Deku. And Mai is like, oh my, it's, it's been a while, Midoriya, hasn't it? But this time, where last time, you know... You know, Hatsume actually fell on Deku's chest. This time, my, you know, Hatsume's chests are on Deku's face. <laughs> and then, you know, Ida is shocked and Deku is very, you know, still angry. And I'm willing to bet that, you know, at this point, Deku is probably, you know, having a nosebleed or something. Like, why does this happen? <laughs> like, every time he goes to the development studio, something really weird happens. But, you know, now this time, thank, thank God for Hatsume and Deku that Uraka is not around. Otherwise, Uraka would have, you know, hit Hatsume or something. But, you know, <laughs> it's really funny. So, anyways, uh, 
yeah, while this happened, you know, um, I gotta say, I have no idea what Aizawa is planning, but my thought would be that, you know, maybe try and contact all for one, or, what I, I think that this can happen. They said that, you know, they wanted to get Midoriya to a, you know, uh, secluded spot out of everyone else, so I think that maybe they would want to do that, like maybe make it so that Ayama actually gets Deku to a spot where, you know, um, all for one can find them, and maybe that's when they will start their attack or, you know, finally find out where all for one is, or maybe Deku will still be the bait, and, you know, he will just go there and he will face all for one head on, until those guys can find him. I mean, it's a very risky plan, and I would understand, like, you know, why everyone would say that, you know, it is practical, and they would ask, but is it worthwhile? Because, you know, it is a, such a risky thing. Like, how could you do such a thing? Like, you know, it's just... It's not really kind of a plan that I would say that, for example, I would be comfortable doing with, but still, um, really... Really exciting to see where the manga would go from here. But, regardless of that, now, I would also love to know you, your guys' you know, opinion about, you know, what the hell will happen, you know, what, what's this, what's that. But still, um, regardless, now let's get into um, Jujutsu Kaisen. Because Jujutsu Kaisen also had a really cool chapter. So, again, be warned, spoilers, and uh, we're gonna go and get into it. So, let's go! Alright, so now let's get into Jujutsu Kaisen. And, uh, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen actually doesn't have lots of things in every chapter. I mean, it's just simply like, you know, if I would put, like, these last three chapters together, it would feel like a complete chapter. So, anyways, we saw that this uh, comedian sorcerer came out of nowhere, that he wanted to help uh, Megumi, and apparently it's called Sorcerer of Comedy, Takaba. So he comes out of nowhere to help Megumi, and you know, he says that, you know, if I glance at somebody's face, I can understand if they're evil or not. And Megumi's like, what? <laughs> so he says that, yeah, you know, your face is pretty evil, but it's fine, you know, uh, you don't look that evil, your face just looks like that. And then he says, I use Yutori style relative evaluation. And then Megumi's like, Yutori uses absolute evaluation, you're either good or bad. And apparently, thanks to the translator, Yotori Education is a Japanese education policy that lessens the work for primary school. Okay, don't really get what it is, but apparently it's like, you know, absolute stuff, saying that, yeah, it's either good or bad. So anyways, um, they are getting ready to fight, and then, you know, this Regi talks to Hazanoki, saying that, you know, what do you think about them? And, you know, uh, he says that, you know, I have... No idea, but let's ask him, like, who he is. So he actually asks us, he says, you know, who the hell are you? And then he says, you know, <laughs> Takaba is like, so, do you think that you're asking that if I'm funny or not? And then Hazanoki's like, no, I'm asking which era 
are you from? And then he says, you know, this costume is an homage to the first hero that you know, made me burst out laughing. So I swear in this costume that I can make a joke that doesn't land. And then he says, I have a new joke. So you guys ready? And they're thinking, oh no, something's coming. He's gonna do something. And then he says that I thought of a new joke and that is none of your business. And you see a Wi-Fi signal behind him. So the note is that the joke is that he's saying Yoki no Osiwa, which means none of your business. But instead of was what? Wa he's saying Wi-Fi. I don't get it. I really don't get it. I don't really understand what's going on. But you know, it's not just me, Megumi, Hazanoki, and you know, Regi. Nobody laughs. And they're like, yeah, that's that's just stupid. So then he gets angry and he's like, you guys are a crappy audience, you know, there's always people like you who puts their smile into their uterus. <laughs> and, you know, he's just getting angry and, you know, Megumi's like, you know, you're not really funny. And then, you know, uh, this guy, Takaba, just suddenly is like, yeah, I will not abandon you guys even though you guys don't laugh at me because I'm a comedian. And suddenly, he just jumps and kicks double kicks Hazanoki right in the face and throws him right across the street and Regi's like holy crap this guy's fast and his cursed energy is just really huge he just spiked out of nowhere and you know his output range is really good this guy is really scary so he knows that this is a very uh, powerful guy and you know he knows that things are not looking good we then see Megumi using the shadow uh, to try and grab Regi, Regi jumps up, and then you know Takaba is just you know so close to Megumi's face, and Megumi is like, okay, let's separate them. You go after this guy, I go after that guy, and be careful. This guy can, for example, explode his body parts, and you know, that's scary. And then he looks at him and says, okay, you're too close. <laughs> and then uh, he, you know Megumi asks Kogane to pull up Higuruma Hiromi's information. So he does it, and he finds out that he was the one who added one rule, and that he has now one point. So, then Megumi's like, okay, so Itadori was the one who actually did it. So he says, okay, I have no more business left in this colony, I'll let you go if you live. And uh, he's like, yeah, oh, everything's fine now. And then Regi's like, yeah, we... I'm not gonna let you do that because you know you made me lose so many points because you killed Hari. And then you know Megumi is like, hey you? And then he says, No, call me Takaba. And says, okay, if you're going to kill that explosive bastard, try to take his points if you can. And then Hazanoki is like, okay, you know, I'm going to, you know, kill you guys because you guys are so on my nerve or something, and you know, then um then the Kappa is like, you know, I'm a comedian. I'm not going to take somebody's smile forever. But I'm not going to, you know, let him also get away with it. So then he's like, okay, you win. I don't care. Do whatever you want. So then Hazanoki takes out his eye and throws it. And you know, apparently it's going to, you know, just explode. But then Takaba uses a folded paper, a folded paper fan, if you want to call it. And... Uh, he just, you know, shoots it up, like, you know, he hits it like a tennis ball, and yells Tamaya, which apparently is something 
you yell when there are fireworks. So it goes up high, it explodes, and calls what he did a deadly technique. But then he hits him on the face with the paper fan. And, you know, as Hazanoki is trying to see, you know, where he is, he sees that he's gone. And then, oh crap, he... If you ever played Guilty Gear, and, you know, um... What's the name of that doctor? Um... I forgot, but there's a doctor in this game who actually wears a paper bag on his head and has a special move where he goes like below other characters and does something. If you can remember that, this is exactly what Takaba is doing to Hazanoki. He goes down behind this guy, you know, puts his hands together and points his fingers and goes up somewhere that he probably shouldn't go. And we see Hazanoki's like don't do it and things like that. Says, Don't underestimate me. And then Takaba hits him pretty hard in the face and throws him right into a building. And then Megumi's like, Yeah, I'm pretty happy that you're not my enemy. And he's like, Yeah, that's what I want to hear. That's pretty cool. So see you around and don't die. And Reggie's like, Oh crap, that guy's dead. Now, you know, he says that, okay, now. Uh, Hazanoki is gonna fight seriously now that he's been made such a fool and you know then Megumi's like you know don't worry about him worry about yourself because now I can fight as hard as I want and I will not hold back so um, this is pretty cool and we are told that you know next issue we'll see Fushiguro and uh, Regi fighting and Regi's true strength will become apparent. However, I'm really excited to see, um, like, you know, not only, like, how hard they will fight and, you know, how Megumi, I think in the fight he will probably use his, um, you know, his powers to the fullest extent that he can possibly do. I think that he will probably do a domain expansion. He did say that the domain expansion is not yet ready or something like that. It's not yet complete. But I think that he will actually try it now. Because, like, you know, why wouldn't he? Like, it's only one guy now. It would be easier for him. But now I'm also thinking, like, okay, what um, happened to uh, someone like, you know, Hazanoki? Is Hazanoki um, truly defeated? But, or will they actually fight? I don't know. But I'm still very excited for everything that will happen. Um, you know, honestly, I just want to see them fight as hard as they can. And, you know, because, you know, so far the chapters are a bit slower than usual. Like, you know, they... Um, they start and they have like a few action panels and they're like, okay, chapter ended. Like, I don't want that happening again because I want to see them like, you know, have like, you know, real hard fights. And, uh, you know, honestly, it is pretty cool, everything that's happened so far. But just, you know, show more. I want to learn more about the story. Like, you know, they tease you with some part of the story and they're like, okay, now you gotta wait five chapters till we get through this part that can be done in one chapter. I don't know if also the chapters are like, um, I'm not sure if they are uh, like shorter than something like uh, My Hero Academia, but 
it looks like that and i don't know why so let's hope that they do it also guys i'm um that's pretty much it yeah, that's where i'm probably going to end it i hope that you guys enjoyed it there was um useful to you guys that you had fun if you did as always please like share subscribe and uh put a review on any platform that you're listening to that would really help me out so aside from all of that thank you guys for joining and uh i hope that you enjoyed it and you had fun and if you did why not you know get just just you know subscribe or follow the podcast whatever you want to do so that's pretty much it thank you guys and um, until next time i'll see you guys around and um have fun